0: Today, Stephen's going to take a look at holiday houses. It is holiday season. You might be staying in one at the moment. You might have one of your own that you're heading off to. Uh, we will take a look at the ins and outs of holiday houses plus our weekly market update. And we'll take a look at how commodities and currencies are travelling. On to a new RFM Thursday, Finance and Stephen Pritchard, Currencies and commodities. How is gold trading? Uh,
1: gold's down a bit, so your bangles are worth less. So gold was down $20.12 on the week to 2628 and the crude oil price was down uh, $0.03 a barrel to $58.76. Mm-hmm. So the commodities and markets are down a bit the week. Uh, the currency market, the Australian dollar is quite strong this week. I mean, uh, we were up one point two cents against the US dollar to 71 68 um, we're up against the British pound, which is 55.48 pence, and the New Zealand dollar, we're eight, and the euro, we're 61.13 euro cents. So, um, if we were going overseas, we'd need less money and less money for people to import stuff from uh, online shopping from overseas, I us imagine.
0: Yeah, you know, I suppose we can always buy things online from overseas and so maybe that's where we are I assume it's, I
1: assume it's still being delivered. I don't know. Oh, don't.
0: well, there is a good point.
1: I don't know. There um, is a
0: good point. Australia
1: Post says they're flat out and delivering parcels, but I, but, but I don't know where from. Mm. Um, so um, the All Ordinaries Index was down 47.2 on the week. There was lots of red yesterday. It's kind of black and green this morning when I walked out, so... Um, it's probably up margin this morning. So six thousand and nine point three four last night. Um, S and P five hundred was up one hundred and sixteen point four yesterday to three thousand three hundred sixty three, and the uh, FTSE the UK index was up forty three points to five thousand six. Five thousand eight hundred and sixty six. Uh, what about stocks we like? Locally? Stocks we like? Oh, they were, no, 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 they were all bad. Lots of red ink there. Um, BHP was down a dollar thirty one to thirty five dollars sixty. CBA was down fifty nine cents to sixty three sixty one. NIB was down twenty five cents to four dollars and eight. And Telstra was down six cents to two dollars seventy eight. So mm. lots of red ink. Lots of poorer people around the area this morning.
0: Yeah. Now I do have to fill up the car with petrol. Well, you'll be what right. We're down a dollar
1: one. We're down 1.3 cents and a oh, dollar 20.6. So I'll have to get some petrol because I'm going up Raymond Terrace after this. I'll have to get some petrol as well. And uh, Sydney, a uh, dollar eight, which is down 5.5 cents. Uh, diesel, that's um, yeah, pretty much the same. A dollar last week, a dollar 20.2. And Sydney, a $1. dollar
0: 15.6. Thursday, finance on to and new RFM. Stephen Pritchard taking a look at the market generally. And we're going to take a look at. Milk, yeah. What kind of milk? There's so
1: many. A2 milk. So A2 milk was one of the darling stocks of the last, I don't know, two years. Um, there's, there's apparently there's two types of protein in milk. There's A protein and B protein, and milk with the A A2 proteins supposedly better off better bet, better for you and there was some split in the dairy herd you know a thousand years ago that created these two different types of prey now ATM milk's been uh, stock's been one of the high flyers yeah. um, uh, and one of this has been uh, a lot of the ATM milk's been bought up and um, sold to um, China through these uh, I'm not sure how Diagoo channels, or Henry pronounces a lot better me. Anyhow, so it's similar to, similar to what happened to Blackmore's, um, they all showed up at the factory um, one day and couldn't buy them. The factory had to work 24 hours to supply the vitamins. These people had to take 24 hours to supply the milk and they've all disappeared now. So um, um, A2 Milk's issued an earnings downgrade and expects their profit to fall by about... Thirty-one point seven percent.
0: So basically, the they've, lo- big, they've lost their biggest market.
1: Well, I don't know if it's biggest market, but a large market a, and, large market. a large market. Okay, so so A2's- so it's a fickle. You know, yes. it's a fickle. This they, they, these products come into flavour and then go out of flavour. And and, yes. and and I think Marcus Blackmore said, you know, we don't know why they shut up at the factory gates and we don't know why they left. Mm. But, but yeah, Blackmore's mm. um, sales fell dramatically as well. Mm. Um, and then... Um, pe- lithium. Lithium. So lithium's used in these batteries that mm. are, you know, batteries that are going to replace the coal generation, etc. eventually. So there's a little uh, lithium explorer called producer Piedmont Lithium, um, the p- share price went up 90% at one stage after they announced a supply deal with Telsa to supply lithium for the next five years. So is the electric car manufacturer in there. Tesla. 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 <laughs> Just a slight dyslexic.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: uh, someone's typed it the wrong
0: way around. Right, but it's Tesla. Tesla. Anyway, we're
1: yeah, we're right. It's the electric car manufacturer in the U.S. Yep. Um, there's a few of these floating around Newcastle. You see every now and again. I think the starting yeah. price is about one hundred thirty um, <laughs> thousand. And so, stage. of course, they yeah at this stage. Um, and they use lithium in the batteries. Uh, lithium's a bit of a glamour metal at the moment, and mm. and nickel and graphite also used in batteries.
0: And then there's something happening on the board of Boral. oh
1: yeah. down at Boral so. So Boral's had a, an overseas adventure. It's all mm. gone wrong. Um, they, they've had to get rid of the or the, the CEO's, uh, the old CEO's gone. There's a new CEO who's going to sell the overseas adventure off. And in the meantime, um, the Seven Group, um, which is Kerry Stokes' company, has been acquiring shares in Boral around the $3.80 mark. I think they're at $4 now. Mm. And they've got up to about 16% and they've um, pushed Boral, Bushbowl, and they've now got um, two people from Seven on the board: um, the CEO and the uh, chief executive officer and the chief financial officer. So, um, so there's talk. The Bushbowl is a big recovery stock. So uh, okay. we um, once they ditch the US loss-making business. You know, it's so so often you see these Australian companies that go on these adventures overseas, mm-hmm. uh, only to end in in tears, mm. and you know, they end up selling these assets for less than what they bought them. The CEO gets a bonus and moves on. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. So that's uh, <laughs> exactly uh, how it works. Well, yeah. and it seems that Seven, which has had quite an interest in borrowers, now yeah, got so even more of yeah, a controlling interest. interest. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: they're not controlling, um,
0: they're mm, only well, um, you know, CEO, you'd See, think yeah, has yeah. a certain amount of
1: yeah, well, say yeah, over what happens. Yeah, so I mean,
0: Thursday finance. Stephen Pritchard in the middle of our market update and Santos, which has been around in Australia for a very long time. Yeah,
1: Santos. Santos goes back to um, to. Um, the 1950s, it actually stands for South Australia Northern Territory Oil Search, so it's one of the early oil and gas explorers in Australia um, and they, they, they supply a lot of the natural gas to New South Wales which, you, which you're which you getting through your pipe at home um, so now there's this long running um, development in respect of the Narrabai gas field that Santos is the, the major partner in and um, they've got some more approvals this week and they said they're pushing ahead with their $3.6 billion project to, to to develop uh, the Narrabri gas field to ensure that there's no shortage of gas on the east coast of Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still some environmental issues there, I think, that are that are still bubbling along that will no doubt will end up in court again before oh, okay. it's finally resolved.
0: So will that be before they actually spend the money,
1: the 3600000000 billion? Well, I'm sure it'll be before they spend all of the $3.6 <laughs> billion. One would hope so. Uh, and then... Um, Yeah, so I also was reading last week that that in the last six months, technology has advanced the equivalent of eight years Mm -hmm. um, since COVID started. People are
0: rolling out
1: technology in the last six months that, that would have taken eight years to do previously. And I think... This, this might be a case of this with 4D Medical so basically they've invented this or developed this airflow imaging device that's used with um, um, CT scannings or MRI mm-hmm. um, and so basically existing you, you, you take a, a CT scan and it shows your, your tissues and bones and whatever and so this new device is going to actually enable them to monitor your airflow while that's occurring. And so, so that
0: does sound as a, it's, it's very topical Yeah very topical, definitely
1: related to COVID I mm-hmm. suggest yeah. and and um, so it's been approved by the, ther- the TGA, which is the approval organisation, in yeah. six months earlier than scheduled. So they announced that this week and the share price promptly whipped up. So I think this theory that technology is moving along a lot quicker because of COVID, it's probably right.
0: Yes, uh, and medical things, health, uh, health stocks starts, are also yeah, likely to make to, quite yes. a, a leap upwards. Yeah, especially
1: mm. especially if they've got stuff that is COVID related. Oh
0: yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, and a lot of things are being developed. COVID. A lot of things. A lot, a lot
1: of money being being. Poured into that, yes, um, um, yes both. Public of course, and there's private. going to be, There's also going to be a lot of announcements about things that don't actually turn out not to be effective or don't actually work. So,
0: of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got to try, haven't mm-hmm. you? And uh, well, efficiency. Oh, AMP is now going
1: to become more efficient. They're going to put off twenty percent of their staff to drive efficiency and change through the organisation. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see what happens there.
0: So there will probably be uh, a lot fewer.
1: A lot fewer people working a lot fewer at
0: a okay. So they will be joining the ranks of, no doubt, or they'll get another uh, job
1: somewhere. Well, it's getting harder to, it, it, you know, it is getting harder to get new jobs on finding, you know. Yeah. Just seeing the number of applicants that, you know, come into our firm before you'd hardly get any, and now there's, I don't know, we're probably getting one or two a week.
0: Okay, yeah, so for, a reasonable no. number. Mainly yeah.
1: junior staff, though, I have to admit, it's mainly the junior staff. Yeah. Okay.
0: And Thursday, finance on to a new RFM holiday houses. Do you have one? If so, you might well know how you handle the financial side of things, but we're going to run through that just at the moment now. Um, Holiday homes. I haven't got one. Have you got one, Stephen Pritchard?
1: Kind of half.
0: Kind of half. Okay. Um, uh, look,
1: uh, I thought why we were talking about this, because the last couple of weeks, every time I've picked up the paper of a, of a Saturday, this talk about, um, you know, particularly if you buy the the Sydney Morning Herald or the Australian, which I kind of buy the weekend, um, there's talk about people who who've, who've uh, in Sydney and they've bought this holiday house um, in, the, in, the, in the country. Or the other week was actually up at... Um, um um uh, Fingal Bay, Fingal yes. Bay, yes, Fingal Bay. Did you see that article?
0: Yeah. No. Uh, so they bought work. this article. Yeah.
1: They bought this holiday house at Fingal Bay, and because they could, because they didn't want to be in Sydney anymore, and they could, could work from home. And I saw someone else has done one at Foster somewhere this week. Um, so I thought. Um, so people seem to be buying these holiday houses um, because of COVID, and they've decided they don't want to have an apartment in the centre of Sydney, or they want to escape from the apartment of centre Sydney, and they're moving to these areas. And they're calling them Holiday House. And I, I thought we kind of talk about that because I think... Uh, and, and I think it's reflected in the market prices because I'm told that the prices at um, local prices at Nelson's Bay and Hawks Nest and Tea Gardens have actually started to go up. And it's generally driven by an influx of people from, from Sydney. From
0: outside, and, yeah. And, and I, even in Newcastle, I think.
1: And I was told uh, on Monday that uh, up the bay at the moment, it's so busy it's like Christmas. Mm. So, um, mm. yeah, so, anyone mm. planning to go up there this weekend, um, mm. I'd say you'll be very busy. So, I thought we'd talk about holiday houses and. and and what, what you can and can't do from them. So 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 one of the problems with holiday houses, of course, is that you buy these holiday houses and, you know, you go on holidays and you think you'd like a place there and you buy it and you think, and you think oh, you know, this is very good. I'm paying 2000 a week. Yeah, you know, these people must be making a fortune. But, of course, the problem with most holiday houses is they're, they're rented over Christmas and they're rented over Easter and a lot of the rest of the year there's no rentals at all.
0: No income. And, of
1: course, cause mm. what, what really... Except for current times. Well, current times yes. is a bit Different, a bit different. (laughs) It remains to be seen. um,
0: How that carries on in the
1: future, and And, and of course, one of the things about holiday houses, depending where they are, um, if you're talking about beachside locations, Mm -hmm. um, you will find that the time you want to use it is the time that everyone else wants to use it, and that's the time it can be rented. And and if you're talking about uh, other locations like um, down at, the Snowies, where I know a number of people are, have holiday houses down there, or yes. chalets, or
0: yes.
1: upmarket places. <laughs> of and they're not <laughs> units down there. they're chalets. Um, of course, the problem there once again is is the time you want to. If you bought one down there, you probably buy one there because you like to go skiing. And the very time you want to go skiing, yes. is is the time you're getting the high rents. So, mm. so you need to you need to consider um, consider whether. Um, you're really going to get access to the place when you, you want it. And and of course the other issue is the ATA is kind of you know, their data matching is getting far more sophisticated and, mm. and if you think you're gonna, you know, not rent it during the holiday period and still kinda claim sorts of tax deductions on it, um, it's it's not it's not really going to it's not really going to wash.
0: Yeah, so you can claim a tax deduction. Yeah, so for so, so if you yeah if you've got a holiday house, house yeah. and
1: um, it's available for rent, yes, and um, you can you can claim a tax deduction for um, you've got the rents coming in and you've got the, all the normal expenses like the the council rates, the water rates, repairs, um, you know all those expenses you'd have for any other rental property now. What you're supposed to do is what you're supposed to do is apportion it between the time it's available for rent and the personal time that you use it. So if if you use it for four weeks of the year, for example, you can only claim uh, forty-eight, fifty seconds of the expenses, and not the whole lot.
0: Right. Okay. So you have to do a
1: business and private percentage proportion.
0: Right. Now the okay. problem
1: the problem's going to arise here is if. If you say, "Well, it's for rent for the year, and the, the the six weeks I use it is over Christmas, and we can't get any other tenants for the rest of the year because no one wants to rent in these seaside locations, or there's all this other accommodation," and, you know, the, mm. the ATA is not going to wear any of that.
0: Okay, so they yeah, they're pretty strict on that, and yeah. they have their way. And, and
1: of the data matchings, the data matchings, getting um, smarter, smarter, and smarter. smarter and smarter and smarter and mm. smarter.
0: Thursday finance and Stephen Pritchard were talking about. Holiday homes, so the ATO of course is an important part of your thinking of claiming a deduction yes, yeah, so, so they have something to do yes, with the definition so,
1: yeah, so this one of the most important things is is what this available for rent means yes and and you know it it means that people have to have to be able to rent it and you have to genuinely have it available for rent now this means it has to be advertised and marketed like you'd normally Um, advertise and market a a holiday house for rental. And what that means is if, for say, you um, only advertise it at your workplace, Mm -hmm. you only advertise it by word of mouth, um, you advertise it on, say, restricted um, social media groups, Mm -hmm. or you you, um, only advertise it outside of peak holiday periods, um, that's not really advertising it. You know, it needs Mm -hmm. to be in the agent or it needs to be on... um, those social media sites that are available to everyone who who can look it up and they want to go and rent a holiday house down at Salamander Bay or whatever and your place comes up
0: so it 's not really a place for you and your friends no, the a t o yes. isn 't going to no, consider then, that a good thing and
1: then the other thing what people will try and do is they 'll is they'll, they'll put the rent so high and say look look we 've advertised it on the on the on the on the media, and you know the going rate over Christmas for this type of property is two thousand a week, and we 've got ours at five thousand a week um, and so no one 'll rent it so that 's not um, genuinely available for rent either and the other thing you need to and there's other subtle restrictions you can put on it you know it, it, like you know saying that um you can't have children there so if it's in a if it's in say a a resort and there's all sorts of facilities for children there um uh you can't say it's genuinely available for rent if you say well there's no children allowed in Alice. Yeah, okay. so, so it has to it has to be um Genuinely in the context open. of yeah. of of what what um what it is and so. where it is and, and what where kind it is. of... Oh, I mean if it was in a resort that was for adults only and you said no children that's fine yeah. but you know the, uh, there's only a few of those around I think yeah, yeah. um so it has to yeah, it has to be in the context of where. Where, where it is.
0: And available to anybody who might like to use that. Of course, that means that there may be a few more repairs that you need well, to do. Well, I mean,
1: holiday houses, are you know, they're notorious um, for uh, repair bills. I see some of those. There's, there's all sorts of... I do know, things seem to go along a lot quicker. The repair bills seem to be higher, you know, the the... the people don't tend to look after them as well as they look after their own house. Um, well, even, even, even the most expensive ones, that's the case. Yeah.
0: A Thursday finance, Stephen Pritchard, uh, holiday houses. Now, are they a good investment?
1: Um, generally, generally they're, 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 not such a good investment. Um, yes, you'll get the higher rent, but generally you get that for the period over Christmas, um, Easter, and a few other weeks of the year, if you're lucky. Um, the costs of you know if you compare a holiday house to a normal rental property you know you supply the rental property the tenant supplies everything else the holiday house you know you've got to supply the uh the furnishings the bedroom furnished the lounge the people who want a television dvd players all these things break down probably a foxtel subscription and bear in mind you're also going to be paying the electricity and, and gas so all these additional expenses that you don't incur in a in a in a normal rental property so generally and of course you. Additional wear and tear because of the casual tenants, you know, just coming in and out. Just the fact that people are moving stuff in and out all the time creates additional wear and tear mm. on the premises. So
0: scuffs on so, the walls, yeah. And
1: so generally, generally they're not such good in. Generally, they're not such a good investment. Mm-hmm. And of course, mm-hmm. the other issue um, is uh, capital gains tax. So generally, the holiday houses are going to be um, subject to capital gains tax. So that means if you sell them, um, you you have to pay capital gains tax on. The proceeds, so you get the generally get the fifty percent discount, and the rest is taxed at your marginal rate.
0: Now, you're talking about the sale price, yes? Are
1: you? Yes. yes, or as compared with the purchase yes. price. Yes, yes. So right. the capital, yeah. So if you make a gain, a capital gain, so um, you know you you sell it for more than you actually pay, um, you generally pay capital gains tax on that. Now, these people, it's going to be interesting here because these people who are um, the ones we're seeing in the paper have bought this. Holiday house, or referring it to as a holiday house, and they're they they're going to be working there from home. I'm, I mean, this raises a whole lot of um, capital gains tax issues here. So if they've got a if they've got a place, say in Sydney, yeah. and now we're going to be working from home in the holiday house, um, is the holiday house now become your principal place of residence, or is the principal place of residence um, still in Sydney? Now, there's various elections you can. You can make for this, but you know you probably need to give if you're thinking, oh look you know um i'm I'm slaving away in in, in here some some you know suburb mm. and i'd much rather be up on the beach at at Fingal I'll buy a holiday house and I'll work from up there. But I'm still going to keep where I am here. Um, you, you need to think about the the CGT implications through, and which elections you're going to make as to which property is your principal place of residence. So, you know, tax can complicate a lot of these issues.
0: And I suppose land tax comes into it Oh as well.
1: yeah, land tax. Yes, holiday houses. If you if you're above the land tax threshold, you will get you'll you'll pay uh, land tax. And there's uh, I think there's a different principal place of residence test on land tax just to,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So you're, A different one? Yeah, of oh, course. The, you wouldn't not? have the state legislation the same as the... Yeah. Yes, um, of course. Yeah, <laughs> um, so land taxes, uh, that's a good point. Land taxes, the... the the state tax. And mm-hmm. if you own a property at the um midnight on the thirty first of December and it's above the land tax threshold and it's not your principal place of residence, you have to pay land tax on that. Mm-hmm. So that's another issue you need to work out which 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 um
0: Which place is going to be a principal place. And, you, of residence. And, and
1: and there is a, a case where um a judge tried to tell the land tax office um or the Office of State Revenue, a different thing than he told the Australian Taxation Office. Mm -hmm. Um, So they do match records. So you can't say for one purpose it's a principal place of residence, but for land tax it's actually something else. Mm So so all this data matching is coming together and and, you need to make sure you've done the thing properly and think about it before we go on and start... Telling one government body one thing and another government body another.
0: Uh, keep your story consistent. Well,
1: keep the story. The easiest way is to stick to the truth.
0: Uh, always the <laughs> that way, way. you Don't to get stick caught to the out. Truth. <laughs> Not to
1: keep the story consistent. Stick to the truth, and then you're right.
0: And then you're right. Okay, thank you, Stephen. For Thanks, Jane. We'll think again before we perhaps go and buy a holiday house for whatever reason it might be. And Thursday finance back next Thursday after the midday news. On to a new RFM.